You're listening to Nancy Drew's Mystery Book Club Podcast. I love our new intros. I do too. It's so creepy. Just like my heart today because it is Halloween. Happy Halloween. This is uh, Just Just and Nomi Burton. You can follow us at everywhere. Just follow us. It's, ho- it's uh, Halloween so you can stalk us. Yeah, you can't stop it. No, uh, I'm at Jessica Barilla. That's B-A-R-Y-L-A. And I'm at Nomi Burton, N-O-M-I Burton. That's fun. Um, So this episode was cool. <laughs> but what we want to first talk about since it's Halloween are our favorite scary stories. Because this is a book club podcast. Yes, absolutely. Um, All right. So I put out a poll to some of our, you know, very dedicated followers despite only having done this for a couple of weeks we have dedicated <laughs> you know i think we have more dedicated followers on this one than our riverdale podcast i feel like because nancy drew honestly this is just my opinion i feel like nancy drew is such a great show and i understand it's the first season but it's so well done this episode was fantastic um i know we're going to get into the books in just one second yeah. but i think that's the reason why people are just jumping on this train and getting more involved because it's just Everything is just great. Also, it's an iconic book. People love her. Yeah, that's People true. People love Nancy Drew for generations and generations. It's something that you could share with your grandmother. Yep. And you know what? My grandma and I do not consume a lot of the same media. So. But you both read Nancy Drew books. I don't know if actually she did. She may have. Okay. I'm just assuming. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We want to talk about some of our scariest, the books that have scared us the most that we have read throughout our days. Um, Nomi, what are some, do you have any books that or like, is there one story that particularly stays with you? I mean, I've, I haven't read a book that haunts me, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, Flowers in the Attic. Have you ever read that book? I, yeah, I did. The one where the mom keeps the kids. Yeah. yeah. That's just such a messed up story yeah. that was like, this is really creepy. Was that based off a true thing? Oh, I have no idea. No, something is. Because the they were locked in the attic for so long that the two older siblings then had sex and they had oh, a kid. Scary. And like, I mean, the whole situation was just so weird. And then they escaped and it, the whole thing was messed up. But that stuff really happens nowadays. Uh, like I, when people uh, steal, you know, like people who've stolen children and, and like kidnap right. them and keep them hidden for a long, long time. That's sad and terrifying. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was. So if you haven't read the book, it's a it's a fast read, but it was such it creeped me out. So it wasn't yeah. scary. Like I wasn't like, oh, my God. It just haunts your it, haunts your thoughts. Uh, to this day. It's just it creeped me out. And when I read it, I was like, I don't know, in middle school or something yeah. like that. Um, really freaked me out. Another great one, which I feel personally is a classic. Uh-huh. Um and we've talked about it on the show before, is Gone Girl. I think yeah, it's nice and creepy. It is creepy, and it keeps you going and going and going. So I feel like that one, I personally feel like, is a classic now. You know what I think is the creepiest part is the in the movie, the Neil Patrick Harris is the character, that like that one creepy character. Mm-hmm. I think he's almost creepier at the book, though. But I like that they have like such a beloved actor being like a creepster. I know. I like that. I love... Neil Patrick Harris in general because he plays such a great straight guy that every NPH. guy yeah, every Barney. guy wants to be him and be like, whoa, this ladies man and every girl thinks he's great. 
but he he's uh, gay in real life. Yeah. But he plays such a great straight man. Like yeah. no one would guess. Well, nobody knew for a while. And then I think he came, didn't he come out like during the show? Yeah. I can't remember. He's hysterical and Harold and Kumar go to White Castle though. Oh my gosh. So funny. And his two little ones are so cute. They're cute. I would say my favorite. I have a couple favorites. Okay. One of my favorite, one of the scariest ones that kind of haunts you is it's a very popular old short story called The Lottery. And if you've Mm -hmm. not read it, you can find it online because it it was published in, oh man, I don't remember if it was the New York Times or um, it was published in some, you know, uh, journalistic publication back in the day and people got really mad and wrote in. It's a short story. It's about a um, a town and you don't know what they're all signing up for this lottery one day they're all there picking out a piece of paper um, the whole town does it everybody does it in other towns and this is the day for it and you don't realize that what they're picking paper for um, is at the end it's the one human sacrifice that they stone to death uh-huh. that's super creepy so it just kind of like haunts you and stays with you it's a very well written famous short story and there have been a lot of different media adaptations of it um, mm-hmm. nothing I don't think super modern though uh, and then going back to like my childhood days I loved reading R.L. Stein books and Goosebumps yes um, me too yeah but I would say my favorite of his was the Fear Street Saga now I do not remember the plot because I just do not, but I remember just yeah, because I loved like it. Third, oh, fourth grade reading, yeah, which was like you know just fifteen years ago for me. No, yeah, God, but Goosebumps they did such a great. Uh, all of their books were so great. Yes, and another classic that I think we could all agree on as listeners are the scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm-hmm. Those are great. Um, yes, who's the, oh, I can't think of the name of the. Um, it's the same the illustrator who it's did the same them. guy that uh, wrote the what give a apple to a tree or an apple from a Shel tree. Silverstein isn't it the same person? I don't think so. And same with the sidewalk I'll book. Go- uh, no, let me Google it. Um, it but the artist is a, a famous artist, and this I almost feel like the man. My phone knew exactly. I put SC in the phone. Said scary stories to tell in the dark. I'm listening to you. <laughs> Jeez, Google. That's okay. another scary story. Stand down, Google. Um, the artist who did the covers of the books, I forget who that is, but it the the covers are iconically scary. Okay, let me look it up. Uh, it is not the film, although Guillermo del Toro did the film. Uh, the book, um, originally illustrated by Stephen Gamble, Alvin Schwartz. Um, so... Those are the names, <laughs> which is not. Shel Silverstein writes like the Giving Tree and like where the sidewalk ends. Right? I th- yeah, for stuff. some reason I thought they were all connected because it has that same kind of grotesque art style. Mm-hmm. I think he drew those though. Oh, but it's it's two different artists. Um, and then because we want to have some little bit of interaction with our very loyal fans, we have our pal Richard at English Invader. He says his favorite scary story is The Haunted. I don't know who that's by, um, but it. It always sounds good. I love a haunting. Thing. <laughs> and then there's a lot of movies out right now that are called The Haunting, though. Well, yeah, I love you know that show, The Haunting of Hill House. Ugh. Yeah, I had to, like everybody I, was it, like, ooh, I had a hard time watching that. I would creep myself out so hard. And then you don't feel alone. Like yeah. if you ever feel like you're feeling lonely. 
just put on a really scary movie and that will change real yeah. fast. <laughs> it's like, I would have preferred to be alone. Um, and then my friend at Wheela Fortune says, and this is a good one, Great Again by Donald Trump. <laughs> Sorry if we got any Trump fans listening to our podcast. Oh, I, I severely doubt it, but if you're... It, it's okay. This is not sponsored. It's not sponsored. It's not sponsored. Um, so yeah, those are our some of our favorite scary stories. Um, but I think one of my new favorite scary stories is this Nancy Drew podcast or this Nancy Drew TV show. It is, they've had some really creepy good moments on the show. Yeah. And another fascinating note that we find out from last night's episode, um, was that Tiffany was actually scared of her father-in-law. So, yeah. And that's what made, uh, what came to light was that her sister brought that up being like, I, Tiffany might be scared of you, but I'm not. I'm going to find out who killed my sister. So that's when we find out that she was actually scared of her in-laws. And I actually think Ryan, her husband, is a little scared, too. And just a fun recap show note is uh, Nancy Drew has been picked up for a full series order at the CW. So if you like the show, cool. it's continuing on. Um, I like the idea of a haunted ring. Have you ever heard of people having items that have been haunted? No, I, I, I have. Um, I don't know if people who are listening believe in hauntings and things like that, but I, well, first of all, if you've watched those, um, I forget the name of the, uh, the couple that is, it's a real life investigative team, but the Annabelle movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that doll is supposed to be haunted. And, and so I, there, apparently you can have items that are haunted or you can be haunted. Like a ghost will attach itself to you or, uh, things like that. So, um, not even, it doesn't have to just be a house or a place, but there's one person I met once who told the story of he he was haunted and he had I forget I think he had to get like an exorcism or something oh my god or not like something he had to like get a priest or something to come in but like he was haunted so I don't know if people believe these things but I think it's fascinating but well and we see a little bit of that in the show too where um you know George carries Tiffany's spirit or ghost in her purse yeah um and it comes out and then you see um and that's how we ended the episode last night you see uh George laying in the parking lot yeah. saying exactly what Tiffany said yeah and you see, because you see the spirit coming. So out. now the ghosts are both Lucy Sable and Tiffany. Right. George seems to be getting the most haunted. Well, she also had the red bucket, right? Um, which says that she will die. They do this if you haven't, if you missed this part of the show. The town puts out buckets of water, and if yours is red the next day, that means you're doomed. Yeah, you um, die within the year. So this poor girl's been having a heck of a time. And then we find out also that. Tiffany, her spirit is the one that created the claw marks on Bess on her legs. Yeah. Because um, they're not that deep, and that is a sign of, like, a new ghost. Interesting. But I do feel like George is having some kind of regret um, and feels ultimately bad for having an affair with Ryan. She, yeah, she seems like she, there, she has remorse there, which is nice because her character hasn't seemed very remorseful yet. Right. So you're, we're learning a different side of George. She's not just um, a hard ass. Yeah. And I thought it was nice that Nancy and her dad had a bit of a um, kind of like a, not a reunion, but they, they seemed Connected. to have, yeah, they had a connection there. there. It seems like they've been harboring a lot of issues since the passing of Mrs. Drew. But there is still some stuff going on with Mrs. Drew. So we've seen Nancy go into the show, I mean, into the school, and 
and realized that her mom's friend had been lying about knowing Lucy Sable. And what did I tell you, they have some connection to that death. So mm-hmm. the mom and the mom's friend and Lucy Sable were all pals way back in 2000. Like I'm talking like that was in the past. <laughs> That's so long it ago. It still turns me on because here's the thing. If there was a kid that went into a high school and looked at who would have been in the high school in 2000, like all oh, these old pictures. It would be me. That would be who would be in the high school. I was in high school from 1999 to 2002, and so I cannot get over this. I will never get over it. Like, just suspend belief and say, oh, they were in high school in the 60s, and they're 82, and they have children. <laughs> I can't get over it. So anyways, um, there is still something there with the mom, the friend, Lucy Sable. It's all connected. We see in the preview for next week, it looks like she's starting to unearth the dress which i bet you you can't burn that dress it's kind of like we're watching riverdale it's the haunted doll it doesn't you can't bury it yeah it doesn't go away it will it will keep making itself available to somebody until the mystery is solved we did find out though in this episode towards the end that lucy was not shot she was stabbed (sighs) it's very british of them yeah i'm kidding (laughs) It is very British. Um, well, they do have Bess, and she's now British. And there's the thing. That's a crime of passion. Yeah. Stabbing is a crime of passion. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's all interconnected still. Um, do you believe the dad is full good now, or do you think he's still hiding something? No, uh, clearly he's hiding something, and we'll have to find out more. But I feel like Nancy is putting him back in place of being good. Yeah. But obviously he has a lot of secrets. Yeah. Um so it, next week's episode looks a lot more like uh, George is haunted and taken over by this ghost. Um, it seems to be the focus of the episode. Right. Yeah. I Maybe Tiffany is in her and yeah. she's like going crazy. It's like a George-centric episode. I do like that they're doing a lot with that character. She she almost has more of an interesting personality than Nancy. Mm-hmm. Um Nancy's character reminds me of a, another, not so much, she's not quite as, as like grouchy, but there's another CW character um, on the show In the Dark. And if you like kind of this vibe, you would like that vibe, so you can go back, I think, and watch it all on Netflix. But very sarcastic, yeah, very dry. Dry, yeah. She's she's not as dark as the character on In the Dark, but um, but they remind me of each other because they're both trying to solve the, a mystery as well. She's very 21 Pilots. Where the where the song <laughs> she jumps and in, then in drums on the on the Her, table. <laughs> the the sound is very happy. She looks very happy, but if you listen to the lyrics, they're very dark. Oh. I haven't. I guess I've not listened to. What's that one song? There's a Twenty One Pilots song I like that it's the popular. Ah, oh, darn it! I'm googling it. It's one of their more popular ones, and I don't. I thought the lyrics were really positive. Twenty One Pilots. My phone is listening to me because I typed in TW and that came up. <laughs> what is going on? Do you ever feel like your phone's listening to you? Maybe mine's haunted. It clearly. Oh, is it R- Ride? Yeah. That's a happy song. Mm, one of how many songs? The song Ride. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to close this out anyways. Um, Well, happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, Keep writing in with your scary book stories and suggestions. And one of these days, we're going to actually read one. Yeah. I mean, we read books. (laughs) To be fair, Nomi and I were both like out of town recently, so it's fine. Yeah. It's all good. But say bye. Bye. Nancy Drew's Mystery Book Club on WCCB Charlotte CW. 